Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, WinterGuard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey, parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Man show time for the boss report. This week's boss report, our man Jesse Smith here, bone still out with a personal issue. We're gonna discuss uh, 
George Floyd, the killing of him, Ahmaud Arbery, Brown Taylor, and other black people who got who got killed protesting even, and about experiences of black males in America, and how now it's come to the forefront of how what we've been saying all this time is now coming to people's light for the first time, and they're right there at the front doorstep. So, uh, I'm Jason Smith of Memphis, bro, how you doing, man? Boss, what you do, man? What's going on? Man, no much, bro. I just want to use our platform this week, man, to kind of educate our listeners, audience, and others around the world, man, about uh, the, like I said, the trials and tribulations of being a black man in America. And let's start off with you, JC, man. I know you're from Houston. You've been in Memphis for a good long while, man. Um, tell the people about how, how what your walk is daily, how how you move, kind of make sure that you don't have one of these negative outcomes to happen to George Floyd with the police department in Memphis there. Um. Yeah, like that's a very um, you know broad spectrum as far as the question because it's complicated as well you know that you know man because you know the things that we wake up to you know and we have to deal with on a daily basis is unique because not too many other people uh, you know are men that have to go through this man as far as um, how we talk you know how how we conduct ourselves at work and. You know, if we do get pulled over, um, you know, as far as the things that we have to kind of go through in our mind, like a checklist almost that we have to go through that, you know, uh, white guys, you know, don't don't have to worry about uh, as much. So, you know, it's, it's a very complicated question. And, you know, it's, it's the it's just, the you know, the thing that we have to deal with uh, as black men. And that's and, and it's sad when you think about it, that we have to do, go through that uh, mental checklist every day, you know, before we start our day. You know, but that's just uh, you know, the trials and tribulations, like you said, of living uh, uh being black in America. And I'll just say for me, um, living in the suburbs of, of Atlanta, um, it's not many blacks out my way. So I, I move a little differently. I kinda move with, with a with a slow pace, keeping my head on swiveling over my shoulder at all times and kinda just I kinda try to limit contact with people to begin with, you know what I'm saying? Because you never know when that whiteness might be weaponized against you. You know what I'm saying? The same yeah. way it was with New York with that young, with, with Amy Moore, whatever her name was, uh, with the, the, the man in the bird watching guy in New York City, man. Or, or yeah. hit, hell, even Emmett Till, you know, weaponizing whiteness. Uh, uh, Chris, remember that, that, that girl, um, Chris, Christine Leahy and LeVar Ball, he was like, I ain't talking to you. Like, it's those yeah. examples right there of weaponizing whiteness against the right. black man that makes you just be like, man, let me just move. With a kind of a slow bop, like, like bro, man, almost like, right. just kind of moving slow because I don't want to yeah. be another, another number or a hashtag yeah. or a stat. Yeah, I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you something else, man, that you know, uh, has always been a thought in my mind. Like, if I'm walking, you know, on the street, you know, uh, and let's say it's a white woman or something like that, you know, holding a purse, you know what I'm saying? Like, in my mind, I'm thinking if I walk by this white woman first, is she going to make eye to eye contact with me? Is she going to acknowledge me? Secondly, is she going to try to clutch, you know, clutch a purse as if, you know, I, I would try to, uh, you know, uh, uh, jack it or something. It's, like, it's things like that that, you know, I, I constantly always think about. Like if I'm in, in the elevator with somebody white, you know what I'm saying? Just, it's always something in my mind, man, where, you know, it feels like we have to kind of go out of our way to make, make them feel comfortable almost. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because we're looked at as intimidating or as threats. Right. Some people, right. they're terrorists or we're just nasty, right. bad people. Yeah. 
Exactly, man. You know, it's, it's tragic to sad, man, but it's just the way I think we've always kind of been built and conditioned throughout the years, you know, is to not make ourselves, like I said, uh, less imposing or intimidating, uh, less intimidating as possible, you know, in order for us to be able to conduct and, you know, you know, and thrive in, in, in this world we live in. And, you know, like I said, it's sad and I hope, you know, we get to a point where, you know, that's not going to be uh, the standard or the definition of, of being black in America, you know, you know, for, for our future sake, your know, kids sake. Yeah. And you have a son that's growing up. I know you're probably t- giving him the talks about how to deal with the police mm-hmm. and, yeah. how, and how, what it is like to be a black man in America. Cause your son is only going to know from you, you know, and he's up to learn for himself when he's get older. But how has it been a parent to have an educated young black male on how to move in this world as he gets older and navigates life? You know, and my son, he, it's a great, great question, boss. My son, he's a lot like me at that age, kind of precocious and naive to the world, you know, and not really having to experience uh, anything yet, as of yet. But, you know, uh, the way this world is going, I I would, I would be remiss at this point if I didn't have a discussion with him. We talked about it. Uh, he wasn't down. He, he knew about Ahmad Arbery's death, but he didn't know about George Floyd. So I, I sat him down, I talked to him uh, over this past weekend about it. And, and I asked him, like, you know, uh, what would you do if you're stopped, you know, by the police, you know, when you get older? And I, I kind of gave him that checklist, you know, as far as what to do. And, you know, like I said, that's that's the conversation that, uh, you know, my white counterparts don't have to ha- don't have to have with their children. You know, uh, Asians don't have to really have that conversation with their children. Mexican parents, maybe. But uh, they do, you know, this is something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but that's just something that seems like it's built, you know, exclusively for us to have conversations with our children, you know, just to make sure. And, and because it comes in handy, because my mom and dad had the conversation with me to where, you know, yes, sir. No, sir. When you talk to police, you know, uh, both hands on steering wheel, turn your music down. Um you know, just stuff like that, man. And, and like I said, you, you're going to get tried and tried with it, though, because you're going to get pulled over at some point being black for no reason whatsoever. I've had plenty of experiences in Texas like that where, you know, it, it could have gone south if I didn't have that checklist in mind and how to speak. I just have no proper respect for people. And showing that proper respect, that kind of reflects. And, and you kind of, and in my case, you're able to kind of get that back from police officers. But you know, and in other cases, you see, as, as we all know, it's been documented. You know, in certain cases, that's not always, you know, what happens. Speaking of police here in Atlanta, um, Saturday night, they dragged out two kids from, mm-hmm. one from Spelman, one from Morehouse, trying to get yeah. back home um, before when the curfew hit. And five or six cops involved were black. And I made this yeah. point to people that whether it's a black or white cop, they see blue. That's yeah. that race is called blue. Yeah, and yeah. the black cops will put on more to impress their white counterparts, so that they're down mm. for team blue and not team black. And so yeah. that's Definitely. why when yeah. I talk here about community policing or well, we need more black cops. No, I've had my experience with black cops trying to put on and show out for their white counterparts. So mm-hmm. it's team blue. A black officer ain't gonna. May give you very may, may not, but depending on that mood that day. But ultimately, they're team blue. Yeah, and that's the that's the worst kind of police. Uh, like you said, uh, 
uh, black officer, like they're trying to show out for his uh, his, uh, his white officer, uh, you know, uh, counterparts there. Um, that, that that definitely makes the situation even worse. And like the Atlanta situation, that was a situation where it was just so unnecessary. You know what I'm saying? It, it didn't take all that, uh, you know, for, for them to do that. You know, it made a situation in, in probably in the scare those the scare the hell out of those two children. That's two children. They gonna get paid, of course, but they, they traumatized. It's it probably score off a life now, man. They all score off a life. Like that. Yeah. You know, uh, like I said, Morehouse, Feldman. I'm talking about, you know, two of the uh, elite, you know, HBCUs uh, in the country, and and uh, you know, historically known as far as uh, prestige in Atlanta and. You gonna do that to them? You know what I'm saying? Like for no reason, really. You know, they were trying to abide by the law, trying to get out. You know, uh, of the area, whatever. It was it was just so unnecessary to force, man. And that's and that's the microcosm um, of police in general. That's the problem. You know, the the fact that they're using such unnecessary force for a minor a minor infraction. You know, you know what I'm saying? A minor situation. Why does it take so much? force for that man and the cops deserve to get fired and you know i i would hope criminal uh you know action would be taken against those officers as well, as well. they've been charged yeah they've been charged and they deserve to be okay, charged good, but, good. Yeah. but uh but i will say this it's not a popular opinion but the mayor keish lance bottoms is responsible for it too and the chief erica shields because they overacted into the, the curfew they yeah. they they sick them on them people you gave them reason. All, all they want is a reason to act the fool. When you gave them a reason to act the fool, you're right. You're right. You know, uh, like I said, you 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 know better than me as far as what uh, Mayor Keisha, you know, the work she's been doing down there. You know, from afar, I seem like she has been doing a pretty decent job with the mayor of Atlanta. But um, I think in, in that situation, you know, when she was doing the press conference, and you know, it it, 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 it was a serious situation, and you, of course, you don't want folks to to uh, lose and riot and tear up the city. However, like you say, I, I do believe her actions, you know, by doing that, it did it did kind of give police the green light to, to basically, you know, feel like they had, you know, complete autonomy or authority to, you know, crack heads or bust heads, you know what I'm saying, to make sure that, uh, you know, law was restored or whatever in, in the city. Uh, and, and like I say, it I probably did enable those officers to feel like they had the authority to do that to those four kids, man. And the chief Erica Shields said that she believed the officers maybe went overboard, but that but it wasn't worthy of charging them for it. That's what their chief said. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, like I said, that's it's the culture. That's the culture that we you know we've been dealing with forever, man. And like you said, you know, pray to God and and we hope that you know uh, these charges, you know, as far as the trial of Ahmad, the trial for, uh, for Floyd. That you know these charges will stick, and these officers will do serious officers, and then also the uh, the two guys who uh, who killed Ahmad, uh, they'll do serious time, man. That's the only yes. way that we'll be able to kind of get this thing going in the right direction, man. We gotta hold gotta hold these officers accountable, and then once they see that, hey, you cannot get away with killing unarmed black men anymore, you know, or, or women, and once they see that that you will do serious time, then I think, like I said, we, we can finally maybe see uh, some change there. And I want to make a one point out land for Drew Brees. Killer Mike need to keep his mouth shut. He the same man that was last election talking about because Bernie Sanders didn't win the nomination, 
don't vote. And then he changes it, well, vote for Jill Stein. So you tell people not to go vote. So part of the reason we have that, this problem in the White House is your fault too. T.I. talking about Atlanta's Wakanda. Let's be honest about this, T.I. Most of your business is on the West End. They're in, they're in very gentrified areas of Atlanta, okay? You live in Henry County, suburbs where, where I do. You know, I didn't see that much. You're out here where I'm at in the suburbs, okay? Let's stop that, too. And Shekana, crying about the Gucci store, bruh. Y'all looting the Gucci store! What? Yeah. Like, bro, I want us just us as black people quit following celebrities. Like, seriously. Our black celebrities do not determine our lives. You and I are middle-class people, JC. So a lot of people are in our shoes. If you hold your vote for, for Joe Biden this year, if you're Diddy, or if you're Charmaine the God, or Killer Mike, guess what? They're going to still be rich in, in the burbs, right? We out here struggling for our, our little scraps. So we about people need to quit letting celebrities dictate our lives. They live in their little plush, luxurious, uh, gated communities in, in the burbs. What are your thoughts, brother? Hmm. <laughs> all right, so to start with, all right, as far as Killer Mike, I I like all right. I think what happened with um the whole Bernie Sanders thing, that's his that's his friend. You know what I'm saying? Like like of course he, you know, uh rallies around, you know, supports um Bernie, but I really think that him and Bernie have a have a have a real kinship, a real friendship there. So I think he took it personal, you know, as as far as him uh you know, saying not to vote after, you know, it, it was, you know, determined that Bernie wasn't going to win the nomination or anything like that. Um, Killer Mike, Killer Mike, I think Killer Mike at some point should run for office, you know, or something. Because the brother, he, he, he has an old soul and he is able to, he's able to uh, elaborate on our conditions and, He's able to speak it to people who, you know, normally wouldn't be able to listen or, or hear, hear, you know, where we're coming from. Killer Mike is a great, uh, a great delegate in that, in that aspect. You know what I mean? On some issues, not all, but some. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, if you saw um, his uh, segment on uh, Undisputed with uh, Shannon and, and Skip, oh man, Killer Mike, he he, he killed it. You know what I'm saying? No pun intended. Like, he nailed it as far as, you know, the, the state of our country and everything that's going on and, and what it's going to take for, you know, for, for necessary change to happen. I thought, I thought it was brilliant. And, you know, also, um, you, you speak of, uh, you know, T.I. And, and, and all that as far as, you know, celebrities go. You know, we got to understand, you know, of course, they're – their uh, beliefs are, are not going to fall like they're not going to fall in line with with us, you know, with with middle black America, you know, people working nine to five, because you know they're they're millionaires and they're capitalists, you know, at the end of the day. So, right, so you know their views is not, you know, they 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 have they have a, a oneness with us, but their you know interest lies in how can they make money? You, you know, what I'm right. so looters and rioters are you know messing up. Things on, on where they stay in or the, the places they shop, that's a, that's a problem, you know. So uh, that's why I think that's why I think Trina also uh, messed up as well, you know, with her statements, you know, because she doesn't she doesn't go through the everyday struggles that we go through, you know. So um, 
Yeah, like I say, it's, it's very, it's very, uh, it's very complicated at the end of the day. But you know, like I say, the Ti, the the Killer Mike, the trainers of the world, you know, they're they're with us, but they're not with us at the same time. If, if that makes sense. Ti lives two exits from me, man. Yeah. Two exits from me, bro. Yeah. He ain't in the city. He owned property, yeah. but he ain't in the city. Right. <laughs> Exactly. You, you know, exactly. like, let's be you know, real. Like, and... Right. You know, I'm all, I'm all about, you know, spending, you know, the black dollar and, you know, uh, us, you know, find a way to economically kind of sustain ourselves. But the problem is, the problem has been always, okay, it benefits Jay-Z. It benefits T.I. But how does it benefit, you know, the everyday person? How does, how, how does the dollar circulate? You know, that's, that's the problem. Like, okay, we're going to spend with you, but how does it come back to us? You know, and that's, that's what I think we have to kind of establish. We have to figure out, okay, we're going to do this. How is it going to benefit everybody? How can that dollar circulate to where if I spend money with you, it's going to come help me and, and the next person and the next person and the next person? That's, that's been a problem. Like, we spend money, like, you know, like Nipsey had it. Nipsey had it down. Nipsey was the one that really understood it. Um, you know, but the others, we just kind of find ways to make it benefit ourselves. Mm-hmm. This dude had a way it benefited him and also benefited the hood also at the same time. So that's what we got. That's what we got to kind of figure out. How can we get to where it helps both parties? And I'm going to say, tilt it on Joe Biden, I'm going to go to Drew Brees. Joe Biden's right, bro. If you vote for Donald Trump, you ain't black. And I want Kamala Charmaine the God, Ricky Smiley, and Jeff Johnson. Angela Wright, others who talk about Joe Biden, Diddy, Joe Biden's black, black agenda, um, go to his website, JoeBiden.com. There's one there for you. So if you have a platform in, in media, do your research before you open your mouths about certain things and you infiltrate our black minds, give people the wrong idea, make people stay home and not vote. We should have one goal, bro. Get rid of 45. Get rid of Cheeto, that's, man. That, yeah, you're right. And, that should be... Yeah, that should be any decent human person, any any person that feels like you know every everybody deserves respect, deserves just the basic decency, basic common sense of of, of respecting you and your fellow person should vote forty five out. You know, black, white, Asian. If you just feel like you know you got love in your heart for everybody, we everybody has issues, everybody has their problems, but at the end of the day. We got to come together as, as a race of people, black, this is a human race, black, white, whatever, and, and, and get people that like Trump and people that think like him, get them out of there, get them out of the office, and let's put in people like that, that that really have really have an interest for us, really have a, a, a care for us, and want to you know help their community, help you know just help help us become better, and that's what that's what we got to focus on, man. Like I said, and if if, if, if you voted for Trump in twenty sixteen. And you you see the error in your ways now. Now I, I urge, I hope that you go out and and you make amends to that wrong that you did four years ago. No death. I've already voted by mail here, and I'm looking forward to doing it again in November. And bro, last story today on the box for here is Drew Brees, man. Um, regurgitated his uh, Trump right wing talking point of a, that that nearly disrespects the United States and the flag, bro, and. He got dragged to hell yesterday, even by his own teammates. LeBron James hit him. Ed Reed hit him. Uh, he got hit from every which way. He gave some tepid apology with some passive-aggressive wording that, hey, 
their mama taking out of context, or I, I didn't mean to express it that way. You know, you know how the, the PR firm does. Um, his thoughts ain't changed in one day, bro. He's just trying to get this mm-hmm. over fast as he can. Mm-mm. You know, and I almost, I almost could respect Drew Brees more if he was stuck to his guns. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Stick to your guns. That's like we, cause we, we know who you are. Be no, be you. Like keep that same energy, Playboy. Don't switch up. Twenty four hours later, because we tried to tell you back in 2016 or 2017 what Kaepernick was doing was not about disrespecting the flag, you know. And 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 and, and now four years later, you know, uh, or a week after, we witnessed uh, the Minnesota police basically publicly lynch a black man uh, on, on the streets. You still you still want to keep that same. <laughs> that same talking point, huh? That same that same agenda, basically, and, and think that it's about the flag, about the country. No, it's not, it has nothing to do with the flag. We're talking about police brutality. We're talking about racism. We're talking about America. It has nothing to do with your your grandfathers and uh, fought in the World War II. Hell, my grandfathers, my family, your uh, boss man, your family, any black person's family. They had it can have traces of ties back to the military and serving in the war. So mm. your grandfather's not more special than, than ours. You know what I'm saying? And then ours was treated way worse when they came back home than, than your uh than Drew exactly. people. You know what I'm saying? We we were, our our forefathers, uh ancestors, grandfathers served in segregated armies. And when they came back home, they were treated <laughs> they were treated probably treat it worse than when they left. You know what I'm saying? So it's um yeah, like I said, Drew Brees, he he deserves to get dragged by his teammates, by other uh athletes. Because it was so it was just so stupid, so insensitive. And like I said, I know I'm not saying Drew Brees, uh Drew Brees is a bad guy. You know, we know his charitable work and everything, but when it gets down Text to right it. Text right off, brother. Text right off. Right, exactly. It's free. Yeah, probably so, you know. <laughs> but when it, yeah. But when it gets right down to it, we see you now. Mm-hmm. Because you you have you have four years to change your heart, to change your mind about it. But no, you didn't. You didn't, man. And and like I said, we, we, we see who you are now. We know who you are. Keep that same energy, man. Like I said, because this is a, at a point now in our country, there is no gray area. There's no middle area. It sure is Oh, you either over here with us, or you over there with them. Us to them. We know that Drew Brees is over there with them in his heart. And if you're a teammate like Malcolm Jenkins was uh, last night, uh, you know, that man was in tears. You're talking about a grown man in tears over what his teammate, a man that he probably respected, you know, before all of this, you know, uh, in tears over what Drew Brees had to say. And and, uh, also, you know, Michael Thomas. And, and, and uh, Emmanuel Sanders tweeting out, you know, in in in, in regards to uh, Drew Brees and their contention with what he had to say. And these are people that Drew Brees had to play with next year. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so, hey, man, I, like I said, I mean, if you're a Saints fan, you're a Drew Brees fan. I mean, especially if, you, if you're an African-American and you're a Brees fan or you, you were a Brees fan or, or same thing. You really have to kind of rethink your position now, man. Oh, at yeah. At this point. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, and you know what? He he showed he, his first thoughts were his, his real thoughts. This was a PR spin today. His yeah. first thoughts were his real thoughts. And those guys look never going to give him the same ever again. He lost he lost the locker room already. They're they're done. Yeah, forever. Yeah, because basically what you did, you doubled down after four years of everything that has happened transpired up until the moment he said that last night. You basically doubled down on what you said in 2016 and 2017. That's really all you did, man. Because like I said, we know you ride with Team Trump. You're a Republican. Conservative? Cool. Just keep that same energy, man. And it's going to be a, it's going to be a hit on his legacy when it's all said and done because Colin Kaepernick, man, think about how he's looked at now as opposed to three years ago when all this first started. Mm-hmm. You know, Colin Kaepernick is now a, a popular figure. You know what I'm saying? As 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 opposed to reviled and hated, you know, when he when he was first taking that unpopular stance, you know, in America's opinion. Now look at him, man. He's he's basically on 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 track to be kind of a, a Muhammad Ali type status. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um it took four years, but now yeah. he's proven to be right and now Drew Brees is on the wrong side of history now. Who would have well, thought? Yeah, there, there it is. Four years ago. The wrong side of history. That's exactly how it is, man. That's going to be a hit. As great, you know, number one uh, rated passer when it comes to stats, numbers of all time, you know, uh, as far as his numbers and everything goes. But off the field, hey, it's definitely going to be a hit, a stain on his legacy, man, uh, when it's all said and done. Most definitely. With JC, my brother, thank you for your time this week. Before you go, tell people about your show, man. This essentially is AF Podcast. What you got going this week, brother? I know you're going to be hitting this topic as well, probably. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're definitely going to revisit, you know, everything that's been going on this week and give our our take, you know, how we feel about everything that's happening in our country. We're going to dive into all of it. Uh, Essential AF Podcast. You can find us on YouTube. We go live on Facebook each and every Sunday, uh, starting at six o'clock on uh, each and every Sunday evening, man. But make sure you make sure you like, make sure you share, make sure you go subscribe to our YouTube channel hashtag Essential AF Podcast. JC, my brother, thank you for this, man. I want you to do some ball support today for good. We we can take a week off from the crazy stories just to talk about something real in real life. And I'm glad we do it with you, my brother. I'll talk to you next week, man. I, I hope you feel better, man. I hope you stay safe in Memphis, brother. Boss, hey, man, you keep doing what you're doing, bro. I appreciate you, man. You, you fight the good fight. And, you know, I'm just happy I can uh, go along go along uh, for the ride, on the ride with you, man. No doubt, folks. This has been the Boss Report Special Edition here with JC's in Boss, man. We are out. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. 
A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who was that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by the Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs Download the Amazon Music app today yeah, yeah, it's your man JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m. Only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.